As you know, compassion is a sensitivity to suffering in self and others with a commitment to try to alleviate and prevent that suffering. Exquisite and vital work. However, Naomi Rachel Remen once said, the expectation that we can be immersed in suffering and loss daily and not be touched by it is as unrealistic as expecting to be able to walk through water without getting wet. Hi, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl, and I'd like to explore the experience of compassion fatigue and how it might be conceptualized through our theoretical framework of the compassionate mind. I might even say something slightly controversial later in this video and then discuss what we might be able to do to help ourselves when fatigue sets in. The term compassion fatigue was first used by Dr. Charles Figley when he experienced it in himself while deployed with US forces during the Vietnam War. He described it as a state experienced by those helping people or animals in distress. It is an extreme state of tension and preoccupation with the suffering of those being helped to the degree that it can create a secondary traumatic stress for the helper. Compassion fatigue is a fatigue, exhaustion, depletion, numbness and irritability, tension and stress that can be experienced in the context of compassion for others. It really is to do with this flow of compassion and so it's an important consideration for those in caring and helping roles and professions. So, if we think about compassion from the perspective of the compassionate mind, then it can be worth considering the six attributes of compassion and how these might help in alleviating or preventing compassion fatigue. The six attributes of compassion are sensitivity, non-judgment, care for well-being, empathy, sympathy and distress tolerance. And all of these can be developed in order to support and maintain a compassionate motivation. We are sensitive to notice suffering. We maintain an attitude of non-judgment and we hold a wish for the care of others' well-being. And while all six may be very relevant in managing compassion fatigue, I thought I'd discuss the last three in a little more detail empathy, sympathy, and distress tolerance. First, empathy. In simple terms, and there's a whole body of research around this topic, empathy involves cognitive and affective components. Cognitive empathy relates to our awareness and understanding of the other person's feelings and meanings in a situation. This is the perspective-taking aspect of empathy. Affective empathy is when we have a felt sense of the other person's feelings and meanings. We resonate with their experience. We can empathize with a person's joy. But in the case of compassion, we're empathizing with a person's suffering. As you can imagine, empathizing with another person who is suffering 
can be very difficult and painful and over a long period of time can be very fatiguing. Second, sympathy. Where empathy is an understanding or resonating with another person's feelings, sympathy is more of a feeling of our own, where we feel personally moved or touched by another's suffering. It can be a feeling of sympathetic concern or sorrow or dismay for another person and all that they're going through. And while some have seen sympathy as a bad thing in the helping and caring professions, from the perspective of the compassionate mind, sympathy is that response within ourselves that can also motivate us to try to be helpful. It can be the link from empathy to action. But sympathy too can be problematic when it moves from a sympathetic concern to something more like personal distress. When we feel personally distressed, we're more likely to feel motivated away from suffering and away from being helpful. And so that's what we're doing when we're in the helping or caring roles or professions, day after day, empathizing and sympathizing with another person and their suffering. Tough stuff. And so third, this really speaks to the importance of the final attribute, distress tolerance. As part of the compassionate mind, we develop our ability to tolerate, manage or soothe our own distress. Triangles are often touted to be the strongest shape. And so it is with empathy, sympathy and distress tolerance. So what does all this mean? Well, it means keeping the self in mind, one for you, the person suffering, and one for me, the person helping. We are all living our own lives. I'm not there to take responsibility for another's suffering, nor am I completely able to take their suffering away. Helping others can be difficult sometimes, and yet I will still try to do the best I can to be helpful. And of course, this brings us on to the second and third flows of the compassionate mind, self-compassion and receiving compassion from others. Okay, time for something a little controversial. Maybe there's no such thing as compassion fatigue. Let me explain. From the point of view of the compassionate mind, compassion involves three flows. Compassion for others, receiving compassion from others and compassion from self to self or self-compassion. Compassion fatigue is usually described in the context of compassion for others. And so one hypothesis is that the fatigue is setting in because our compassion and its three flows are out of balance. I remember running some workshops with a large cohort of nursing students. And I asked them to complete the compassion, engagement and action scales, which assesses these three flows of compassion. I think you can guess the results. They were very high in compassion for others and much lower in receiving compassion from others and self-compassion. Often this is because of fears, blocks and resistances. If I ask for help, people will think I'm weak. 
I should always focus on my patience and not be self-pitying. I don't deserve self-compassion. Being able to bring balance to the three flows of compassion is imperative for all of us in helping and caring roles and professions and to manage our own compassion fatigue. In practical terms, this means stopping each day and turning our attention to ourselves just briefly and asking, how is my body today? How is my mind today? How is my heart today? This is empathy for oneself. And then saying to yourself, I love you and care about you. And I'm sorry for these difficulties and discomforts that you're going through. Your work touches you deeply. This is sympathy for the self. And finally, taking a little time to consider, what can I do that might help me with any distress or discomfort that I might be feeling? so that this distress doesn't grow and turn into fatigue? And who might I speak with for nourishment and support? This is distress tolerance. So, compassion fatigue. Or is it compassion for others fatigue and really a sign that we need to bring our three flows of compassion back into balance? And how are you going with balancing your own three flows? Thanks for watching. And if you're enjoying my little videos, please do subscribe to my channel. And I wish you all the very best on your Three Flows Compassionate Journey.